Hello and welcome to the Kessel Rundown podcast. My name is Hunter. I'm Ethan. And today we're talking about the first two episodes of Obi-Wan Kenobi. I am over the moon about this. What about you? Yeah, we we haven't really talked about it at all. We're just going to kind of let it fly on the podcast. So let's do it. Yeah, we aren't going to have like a breakdown of the episodes uh, right now, at least. But we just want to talk about our favorite moments, uh, just moments that happened during the episode, speculation and everything. Uh, I guess we could open it up with the the flashback scene at the very beginning of episode one. Wow. You're talking about the prequel recap thing that we got or the immediate first scene in the in the temple? Uh, the immediate first scene, but that prequel re- uh, recap was amazing as well. I thought the opening scene, like we said last time, you know, we kind of wanted it to start out not on Tatooine. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was, that was refreshing to have it open um, on Coruscant. The, at the temple and it, i mean it was terrifying but also also really cool and then the emperor's voice like over the execute order 66 like over the whole thing was yeah was and incredible. as soon as i saw the uh little uh younglings i got scared for a quick second i thought yeah. oh god are they gonna show it and then yeah yeah they, i mean they kind of showed it but those were yeah. the first uh live action clones that we've seen it was confirmed that the clones in the book of Boba Fett weren't like they were mostly cg but these are like full actual like costumes and it looks right really yeah nice. you could tell they look sharp yeah oh yeah it was amazing then the fight through the jedi temple and then the kids just running off and an amazing start um i can only guess that one of them is reva uh i apologize for saying her name wrong uh, in the past episodes but her name is reva not reva so um yeah i can only assume that one of them was Either Reva or Reva, or one of them was that one Jedi. His name is Nari, the one that uh, was hung up in the town square later in the episode. Yeah, the stupid one that clearly yeah. was really bad at acting. <laughs> yeah, his um, the guy who plays him, uh, Benny Safdie, he was one of the directors for Uncut Gems. Oh yeah, the set one of Safdie brothers. Yeah, yeah, the the whatever her like her muse you know that meme that's going around or that was going around yeah i'm not as i'm not as tuned (laughs) into that but anyway fell flat but what didn't fall flat was obi-wan in this episode he looked handsome dude cutting up that meat that little that pan up he's just storing like meat in his little apron and then boom obi-wan long hair and he, you can tell yeah. that he's um, he's he's not himself, even as um that one older gentleman was arguing with the the, the boss about his wages being cut, kind of like how Ray was arguing with uh, Unkar Plot and The Force Awakens, and Obi Wan didn't do anything. He didn't do the Jedi thing. He kept to himself. Right. It was really cool. Yeah, I like that. Kind of the central theme of these first two mm-hmm. episodes is is Obi Wan going to get involved or is he going to stay hidden? Exactly. He's a. Uh... Um, too afraid of his past and we see his past in those nightmare flashbacks i love the cuts he, between um the fight on mustafar and then it's uh, young anakin and his pod racer and then it cuts straight to padme dying and then it cuts back to anakin his pod racer he's kind of it's his mind is all over the place he doesn't know what is real and he's just like losing his mind yeah, no, I think I don't think he's getting it mixed up. I think it was more like Anakin like showing his aggression at the beginning and hit and Obi-Wan like interpreting that as like signs of evil when it was really just like a little kid like showing off, you know. That's true. That's true. So but, um what else did you like from this episode? Leia. Little yeah. Leia was so cute. <laughs> she was the star of the show. I they casted her perfectly. Like that's exactly how I thought Leia would act, you know. 
mm-hmm. um, as a little kid. And she was so like, just like innocent and like her teeth were all messed up. And just like, it was, mm-hmm. she wasn't this like perfect looking child, you know, and she was like mischievous. And uh, I don't know, that's kind of, you know, Leia was kind of an independent woman. And that that's kind of how I would imagine her as a kid. So I thought they did a perfect job with that. And, Al- and Alderaan looked great. Yeah, it did. You know, people are actually upset about uh, Leia's acting, saying she's too annoying Why? and she's because people don't get Star Wars. They uh, oh that she's like an an obtrusive kid. She's like hey, yeah, but like, like have you met a ten year old before? Right. Like, they, they ask just a lot like of questions. That. People are really upset about her acting, and they're also upset about uh, Riva. And I think Riva is one of the best characters that I've seen. Uh, in this new Star Wars, she's so menacing. She's a lot more, um, I guess, does it use the same word again, menacing than I thought she was going to be. Like when she cut off that woman's hand on tattooing, <laughs> yeah, just she like just out of like, yeah, just, yeah, just just do just it for fun. Mm-hmm. Like it, it has me scared of her, and like I'm watching through a TV. Like she's impulsive. Well, she's just like Anakin, right? And you can always we'll get to our nitpicks in episode two later, but mm-hmm. the kind of the the brute force that the Inquisitors move with is more true to me. Like that's more true to the empire to me than, than what um, you see in the animated shows. Like mm-hmm. they just threaten that, is, that yeah. they're going to like hurt them. And then they like, don't do anything like agent Callus, He never does anything. Yeah. Um, but we see the Inquisitors like really being willing to get down in the dirt to do mm-hmm. their job. And that's to me, that's what the empire is, is a little bit more brutal, you know, than we've seen before. And I think that's that's realistic. Man, yeah, she, she's just obsessed with finding Kenobi, apparently. And I think that's a really cool wrinkle. Having Reva have this fixation and all the all the Inquisitors think Obi-Wan is dead. Um, but she, for some reason, doesn't believe that. And she wants the glory and the power of finding, you know, the big fish. So it's exactly. I think it's a great twist. She's not just like a a minor bad guy, you know. Yeah, she yeah, she has a goal. She's going to reach that goal uh no matter uh how many hands she has to cut off. And right. <laughs> it might be a lot. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, um the the actor who plays Owen Lars, Joel uh, Edgerton, I believe. He did uh-huh. amazing. Really he loves Luke so much, just like his own son, and he was willing to die right there by by um Reva and not give up Luke or not give up Obi-Wan even though he said he didn't do it for him. I mean, really he he did. Do you believe Obi-Wan would have revealed himself if that tw- uh, little sequence went any further? Because I don't think he would have. Not not where he's at right now. No. I mean, maybe. I feel like if she'd swung the lightsaber, he would have stopped it, maybe, from hitting Owen. Yeah. Um, but that's about it. It seemed like he was paralyzed a little bit. Um, that's true. And that was a little off-putting. I was like, whoa, seeing Obi-Wan just kind of frozen, happen. you know? Yeah, he's the negotiator. He didn't have anything to say. He was just so frozen. <laughs> Hiding, um, yeah. Yeah, I do want to talk about the Grand Inquisitor because he looked a lot better than in the trailers, especially in episode two. He looked really good in episode two. I think his eyes look different. What, yeah, what they, was he doing with his eyes when he was talking to that shop owner? Was he like making them more yellow? I don't... Well, we know that yellow eyes go hand in hand with uh, the Sith. And if you're, if you're a Sith, you have yellow eyes. I mean, in Rebels, he has uh, yellow eyes. Okay. I think it's just is he's a Sith. But uh, he didn't have yellow eyes in the trailer. And I think they added that post all that you know backlash right yeah and i i think it's good he looks idea less he human looks, which is good yeah and especially in episode two when he's uh confronting reva on dayu 
uh, he he looks really good. Yeah, yeah he was um, scary looking. I I think the problem in the trailers that people had was that he looked just kind of like a a really pale guy with a big head. Yeah, they and they picked the now wrong he looks for sure. Well, I still wish his head was skinnier, but yeah, you know, it's whatever. Taller. And maybe as we'll talk about in episode two, maybe he's not even the Grand Inquisitor, you know, from Rebels. Maybe he's a different true. Grand Inquisitor. True, so. true, true. Uh, we, we'll have to get there. But uh, what else did you like about episode one? I liked how Kenobi kind of just gave the the other Jedi, Nori, is that his name? Uh, uh, Nari. Nari. I, I like how he just kind of gave him the death sentence by, like, yeah. refusing to help him. Like, he, he just like, I don't know, man. Bear your lightsaber. Go away. Um, and that was it. And then I, I literally said it out loud. I was like, ah, he's going to die. <laughs> and yeah, then I, like five minutes later, he was dead. <laughs> yeah. It was weird. Obi-Wan was like, bury your lightsaber and go back into town, you know, where everyone's hunting you. I went, okay. And that doesn't make a lot of sense, but I guess I'll do that. And he did that. And he was, he wasn't hung, but he was strung up in, in the square. I know Disney probably wouldn't do like a, a full hanging, but I, I like that. That was pretty cool. It's like I could see like Reva doing that, just like twisting the metal or whatever the tubes around them, just kind of showing like they could kind of do whatever they want, even though they have no jurisdiction out there. Right. Right. Yeah. That that's it's interesting. The lady was like, "You have no jurisdiction here," and then she lost a hand. So I guess no <laughs> one else is going to complain. No, I certainly wouldn't. I'd stop it all right I mean, there. Owen. Reva, Reva just goes, you know something. And like, I don't, I think she was bluffing. I don't really think, I think she was just, she was oh, just yeah. trying to use him as bait. It's just funny. It's because how he was looking out. at her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But when we were speaking about um, Alderaan and uh, Princess mm-hmm. Leia, it, it, it sucks, man. Cause it's knowing that like in 10 ish years, that planet's going to be gone. I know. Uh, especially that makes, with, that makes new hope so much more sad. Yeah. And everybody that you see in the background, like they're pretty much gone. Especially yeah. um, Leia's annoying cousin that doesn't yeah. <laughs> have any manners with droids. And we saw C-3PO in the background. That was really cool. We did. And I didn't recognize a... him. I, I, I didn't know it was him until I saw the I saw a comment on YouTube about it. Yeah, we might see R2. Who knows? But they're, they're, they're together, correct? At this time, yes. they're given to Bale. Yes. And then, um, yeah. I was thinking about, I was thinking about um, where they were because... Obi-Wan, when he walks up to his little cave, he's got that little droid that pops his head out to tell him if there's mm-hmm. anyone inside. And I, when I saw that, I was like, R2? But then I was like, wait, 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 no. <laughs> R- he doesn't have R2. Sense, yeah. Um. So, but it's the same looking like little little periscope thing. But then I remembered, oh, I think they're with the Organas. They end up on that ship somehow. Now they can, Tanta, they can yeah. work around that and, and figure out, you know, how they ended up there. But were R2 and C-3PO were never in Rebels, right? They were never, like, part of a different segment of the Rebellion? There were, uh, there was an episode of Rebels, that it, it was, like, season one, where C-3PO and R2-D2 were in it. They were also in, uh, they were in Rogue One, whenever uh, everybody leaves yeah. to go to Scarif, they're saying, like, I don't know what they say, but C-3PO has yeah, like a snarky comment, and then R2-D2 has, like, some sassy beeps, and that's about it. And they're probably thrown onto the Tantive from there, but, um... We'll see how that goes in the Andor series because, as we were told yesterday after that awesome trailer, that uh, Andor season two will take place over a few years, and it'll the final episodes of season two will lead up into row one. So yep. Episode one is yep. going to set the table, and season two is going to uh, just demolish the table. It's going to be awesome. And it's going to be um, great. Yeah, I think I think we'll probably do a separate episode on Andor hype mm-hmm. and 
including the trailer and everything and, and just getting especially as August 31st gets closer which they announced the release date so that's fun uh just mm-hmm. just trying to trying to break down what we think is going to happen and all that but um obviously the big news this weekend was the Kenobi release which uh, we haven't mentioned dropped three or four hours earlier than we expected oh yeah it, it took me by surprise I got off work at like 10 30 and I was like you know what I'm gonna get something to eat and I went to go to Taco Bell. Taco Bell wasn't open. I was like, okay, there's a huge line of McDonald's. I guess I'll just stick by it because I got nothing else to do for the next four hours. And I'm sitting in line, scrolling through Twitter, and I saw that it would be releasing uh, in my time, like in 20 minutes. And I was at the back of the line. I was like, oh crap! <laughs> and the the whole time was inching forward. It's probably the the slowest drive through line I've ever been in in my life. Yeah. And I, I got my food around. Uh, 10.58, I sped home, and like 11.03, I turned the TV on and just like binged for two hours, and it was, oh, it was amazing. Yeah, I uh, I was actually really tired. I didn't think I was going to even make it through the first one, because I was like, I, before I started, <laughs> I was like kind of dozing off, like uh, while I was taking a shower, and well, I didn't fall asleep in the shower, but you know what I mean? I was I was really <laughs> tired, and I actually got McDonald's as well, because I was, it's all, it's like right by my apartment. I was just, I had a, a late night, so I was, I was coming back and went to McDonald's, and uh he texted me that and then i was on the phone till like 11 15 got off the phone took a shower and i was like i'll just knock out the first one and i did i was like i cannot wait and i was like i was, <laughs> i was i was no longer tired as soon as as soon as the prequel like flashback happened i was no longer sleepy i was like let's go so yeah. i was up to like two just watching like like everything i could get my hands on that was out you know yeah um one of the only things I was out whenever I finished everything was a Star Wars theory, his little uh, reaction videos. Uh huh. I'll speak more of that later. Did you watch any of that? I did. I watched his reaction. He he had. I think he had some different opinions than we did. They had some very different opinions, and I would love to speak about that. But uh, no, no bad blood with uh, Star Wars theory. But man, he is. He's very reactionary sometimes. He doesn't think of the big picture. In my in my opinion, I'll just speak bad about it. Yeah. Man. We'll get on yeah, I, I think I think there's some you know there's there's some things that happened episode two that we'll get to in a minute that that were a little mm-hmm. bit questionable. But um, just to wrap up episode one, like what do you think about the Leia kidnapping plot and just the idea that that would draw Obi Wan out of hiding and that would that would get him to leave his hermit cave? Well, I, it makes sense. First off, Flea he was the the main bad guy, the kidnapper. Yeah, we got yeah. Flea in the first episode. I some screamed some at my TV when there. I saw him. Yeah, yeah, but it was I was surprised. I didn't I just was like flee 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 when I saw him and it was <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like a little chant. But um yeah, that was pretty cool. I'm guessing I didn't, they might have said this in the episode but I wasn't paying attention, but since Reva knows everything about Anakin Skywalker turning into Darth Vader, I don't understand how she knew that Obi-Wan would go after Leia because if Anakin knew about that, then he would just go after Bale, you know, himself, if he knew where Leia was, correct? So how did Reva yeah. know that that um, kidnapping Leia would bring out Obi-Wan? She said something about, in the second episode, about she found a connection between them in the archives. Hmm. Okay. Um, I didn't. I don't that. really know what that, I don't really know what that means. Uh Maybe that Organ maybe that Organa and Kenobi were the last two together in the temple with Yoda at the end. Remember when they went back and changed all the stuff? Maybe that That's was recorded true. somehow. 
and yeah, she found them out. Talking about episode one, how Obi Wan fought with uh, Bale in the Clone Wars. You fought alongside her father in the Clone Wars, and I mean that's what Leia says to Obi uh, to the message to Obi Wan in, in A New Hope. But oh yeah, yeah, that that's probably oh, and they were friends. They were they were yeah. friends like so. They were, I, yeah, they were close friends. Yeah, yeah, that makes that makes sense now. That's a that's a plot hole that got covered up for me just now. But yeah, Does anything else happened in Episode One. Other than him digging up the lightsabers and him bargaining with that Jawa, who was awesome. That was so fun. Tika, yeah. Tika, yeah. Um, no, I, I think it bled into the episode two really well. He gets on the ship, and then it's like roll credits, and then it took me about 12 seconds to click over to episode two, and then I was right back in my chair. <laughs> That's good. Um, you want to so. talk about the what worked for us in episode two before we talk about what didn't work for us in episode two? Yeah, I think... I think the whole this is going to be a little bit meta, but you know me. Um, the <laughs> the whole idea that it's funny that Flea is the one that says it, but he's he's pinning him up against the wall, and he's like, "You're not a Jedi anymore. You're just a man." That's got to be something that Kenobi is battling with. You know, he's he's got to live his life every day as as this hermit in the desert, knowing that he's not special anymore. You know, he has abilities, but he hasn't used them in a decade, right? Yeah, it took him so long just to catch Leia when she was falling. He right, really had a dig right. for that. And that he hasn't used the Force in ten years. That's insane. I, I feel like he's he's probably battling with that idea that um, that he's no longer a Jedi, that he he is no one, that he doesn't matter. And he, out of necessity, he's had to go into hiding. You know, so that's that's helped him survive. But he doesn't he doesn't have the fighting skills he used to. It doesn't seem like I'm sure that'll come with time, but yeah, like he punched that one guy and then he just like immediately held his hand. It was kind of funny. Cause yeah, you know, he's getting old and uh, even Leia calls him old later on. in the episode. That, that was a great scene. You seem kind of old and grumpy. <laughs> Aren't you a little too old to be a Jedi? Like, are you yeah. short to be a stormtrooper? I'm so I'm on the fence about uh Kumail Najiani's character. Uh, what was his name? Yeah. Haja, uh, yeah, something. Like I that. liked his, I liked his humor, but I feel like Kumail plays the same character in every show that he's in. He's the comic relief, yeah. And uh, I was kind of hoping for something different, but I, I shouldn't have because it's, it's him, and he's gonna make me laugh no matter what. Um, and he was, he was really good in this episode. I liked how he was um, a fake Jedi using magnets, and at the end yeah. of the day, he really cared for the Jedi and helped that uh, little girl and her mother. Our little boy and their, his mother escape and ultimately help Obi Wan escape as well. I'm not really sure how he like helped Kenobi and Leia when he was like all stall for time, and then he just stood in front of Rebel. Like, he should have shot her. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> he yeah, had to, was, he could have shot her in the face. I was fully expecting that lightsaber to go straight through him, but I'm surprised uh, it didn't. Reva did a little Kylo Ren like invading her mind. Because uh, it was funny because he was um, saying, I am now t- entering your minds when he was talking over like that transmitter. He's like, I'm now leaving your mind. And then he for real got his mind just like messed up. He's like, oh, that's the real thing. Like, that's crazy. I, I liked his acting. It was really good. But I just wish that it was a little bit more serious. And, uh, right. Yeah, I agree. I think I think he was, I don't know, just a little. He was the Jar Jar. A little like. Yeah, he was like joking around with the with the Inquisitor that was about to kill him. You know what I mean? It was yeah. a little bit it just it was hard to believe. I guess is the right way to say it. Yeah, um, I agree. So 
I fully agree. Yeah. It was a. Uh, I was like, okay, what's like, okay, if if on? if Revo was in front of me with a lightsaber, I would not be like, what's the bounty on me? Two million. Yeah, like, I'd be like, uh, excuse me, I gotta go. I gotta go home. Bye. Nice to see you. I'm not in your way. I promise. I don't know. I just yeah, I he would have the saved thing. them no time. Way. He would have saved them time made them more safe if he were just shot her in the foot or something like at the minimum That's true. but um yeah uh, hopefully we we see him again and after his traumatic experience he might uh be a little bit more serious nah he's okay he just got slammed up against the wall it's fine yeah and he, his mind got invaded too he looked he looked really disturbed whenever yeah um she's a strong she's a strong force user yeah. That's that's one thing that stood out to me. Like she could sense a lot more than the other inquisitors seemed to be able to sense. And they they I think they had it out for mm-hmm. her because she was impulsive and rude and wasn't willing to work, you know, wasn't willing to defer to the leadership. Um, which is fair. I think everyone has that team member and they're like, Oh my gosh, stop. You're doing too much. But she also might be the most powerful one besides the Grand Inquisitor, like of them all. And I mean, she's angry and, and impulsive, like you said earlier, but she's really powerful. Yeah. Kylo Ren's the only person I've ever seen do the pulling the thought out of your mind thing. And, mm-hmm. you know, he was pretty advanced. So that's true. I don't know. Even, I, um... I'm certainly not, I'm certainly not as down on her character as a lot of people are. I think, I think she'll be good. Oh, I completely agree. Whenever we were talking about, um, you said she's very powerful for going in Taj's mind. It brings me back to that one episode of the Clone Wars whenever they were interrogating Cad Bane and it took four Jedi or right four Jedi or so to just get Cad Bane to tell them what, something. I think it was Mace, Anakin, Ahsoka, and one other Jedi. And they were all like using like a mind trick and they were struggling against Cad Bane and, and Reva kind of just gets into this dude's mind real quick. I mean, he's probably more simple-minded than Cad Bane, but uh, still, I think that's that, just shows, yeah. that just shows how powerful she is. I'm so excited to see uh, what what she does next. And I know people are hitting on her, like you said earlier, but I just I don't understand why. I think that some of the show is a little cheesy. It's hard to avoid. I think Leia getting kidnapped, like that whole chase scene was just so bad. Um, it was. Like with they couldn't them, duck like, not, underneath the tree. They branch. couldn't duck under the yeah, they <laughs> couldn't catch her. Like they were clearly like one step behind her and then it, the camera would cut and then cut back and she was like ten yards ahead of them. It was like, wait, what? Is she outrunning these people? Um she's like nine years old. But I don't know, it just felt a little like it was just it was just cheesy. I don't know. I, I understand they wanted to give the suspense. I'm glad she didn't get away. If she would have gotten away, it would have been more like unbelievable. But it was it was okay that they you know, they let she was gonna get caught anyway, so I don't really care yeah, about what happened. Just, yeah. Just true, you gotta fill thirty seconds. So that poor Alderaan guard or Alderanian, yeah. whatever you want to call it, um, something like that. Yeah, um, yeah, he he got murked. Yeah, I think uh, Walter White, Obi Wan Kenobi worked really well when he was in that uh, that spice den, that drug den, or whatever you call it. Uh huh. He, he got it. them all high. That was pretty funny. Yeah, a little, little undercover. It was pretty sick. Yeah. Um, I like the city. Dayu was really nice. It reminded me of Episode Two of. Uh, uh, talk of the clones right so two reminded me of episode two that's really funny uh but no um i like the city that's really nice yeah i, I like dying and i like the idea that that's like the the las vegas or like the <laughs> like monaco or something like where it's rich like people go to hide their secrets yeah yeah um I, so I just Canto I bite was, is las vegas can't, but Dayu oh is Reno. <laughs> canto bite Oh, I, can't um, I I liked the the hallway fight scene. Did you like that? It was pretty cool. Yeah, I liked um I I liked the uh the sweater 
that one dude was Zabrak was wearing. That was really sick. <laughs> that little that black and white sweater. I I really wanted. Uh-huh. They all were wearing really cool clothes, honestly. The the costumes in Star Wars are just undefeated, man. <laughs> yeah. Even Leia's little like one of the sweetest moments in the whole episode was when he's trying to disguise her and they go to the little shop and she's like looking at all the, the gloves. things. Yeah. And he's like, little green cape. And he goes, and the gloves. <laughs> it was just, um, it was just yeah. fun. I don't know. It was like a, one thing, a relief uh, from the stress of the episode. Yeah. Immediately after that, um, whenever she like back talks to Obi-Wan and Obi-Wan asks like, how old are you? It's like, how do you not know how old she is? Like you watch over her brother, her twin brother, Every single day for the past 10 years. You should know. I, how know. Old I think is. it was just a, like, how old are you anyway? Like, I, I guess, I guess. But still, I was like, come on. He probably knows how old she is down to the day. So that's how long he's been in isolation. Yeah. Like, it's like, put some thought in that. Four months. And yeah. Kenobi fighting, you know, he'll have to get that back. Like you said, the force. He doesn't seem like he's mm-hmm. too much in tune with the force. He keeps no, trying to commune was... with Qui-Gon, but. That's he's true. Not... Um. I didn't talk about it, but in episode one, when Bale uh, get, comes to his cave and he has that hood on, and of course it was a misdirection. You know, we think that it's going to be some Jedi like Qui-Gon uh, with that hood, but he turns around and it's Bale. So, I mean, I'm fairly certain that in a future episode, uh, Obi-Wan is going to walk into his hut and see a hooded figure and he's going to be like, oh, Bale, like, what are you doing here? And then the hooded figure will turn around and it's like Qui-Gon or something. That's, I, I have know. a feeling that's, that's why they did it like that. I hope why. I hope that's why. Because, like, if they were just going to show Bale, he would have walked in and Bale would have been sitting on, like, a chair or something. But, no, they they did it deliberately like that to make us, like, think, oh, it's a Jedi. Or, like, oh, it's 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 Plo Koon. Or, oh, it's... it's uh, Plo you know. Koon. We saw him yeah. die. Yeah. yeah, I know. But it was a it was a cool thing that they, they were doing with the Mandalorian where they uh, they wrote a screenplay where Plo Koon was coming in to save Grogu instead of Luke Skywalker. So, no leaks got leaked, of course. Huh. But it would have been cool. But yeah, I think it was a deliberate misdirection, and we'll we will probably see a hooded figure that's not Bale in the coming episodes, probably in the last episode. I would think. I I think he's gonna commune with Qui Gon eventually. I mean, he has to, but definitely a little confused as to whether Liam Neeson's gonna be involved or not. Oh God, I hope he is. Yeah, he's I just hope. said he doesn't really want to. I don't know. He's been a little confusing in interviews, so maybe it's on purpose. But yeah, that's um, true. Obi Wan, the more he gets in tune with the Force, the more he's going to be able to commune with Qui Gon because he he's not. It doesn't look like he's even been using it for like household things. Like I feel like if I was in isolation, I had the Force, I'd just be levitating stuff in my cave, you know? Yeah, and uh, you get, or like you... like Yoda, like keep training, keep keep commuting with the Force while you're in isolation. But yeah. I mean, you can um, think the last time he used the Force was the, a Force jump to get the high ground and maybe see how that ended up. So yeah, he doesn't want to. That that was the last time he used the force, and it probably scars him. Uh, so other things about episode two, uh, I liked the the bounty puck going out to literally everyone. Everyone had a gun on them. As soon as that that bounty was like citywide, everyone just kind of got up from what they were doing, got their gun yeah. out, and was like, "Let's go <laughs> yeah. find Kenobi." It's like that's a Republican dream right there. <laughs> It is and we're crazy. not talking about the Galactic Republic. Um, no, we ain't. I didn't like how Leia picked up on the entire plot like immediately. How she was like, mm-hmm. they sent me to, as bait for you. They're looking for you. Are you wanted? Are you a Jedi? It's like, oh my gosh. Like, Not even a 10-year-old who's this smart would be able to yeah. figure that out. So, uh, yeah, 
I, I agree. Yeah, I mean, it's Leia Organa, but still. I. It, it's not like it was obvious. Like, there was no context clues for that. It was just like, she just knew the plot. It was kind of dumb. Yeah. I didn't like that. But I did I did enjoy the kind of the hunt through the city. I was stressed. Even though I knew both of them were literally going to survive and <laughs> be fine. I was like, oh, no. Like, I audibly went, oh, no. Like, when she ran away from him. And I was stressed out. And that's, that's a mark of a really good show. It can make you care about the characters enough to be stressed out when you know the end result and i liked how uh, whenever she was running he didn't want to like tackle her or like do anything yeah. because people would have been like you know drawing attention to him so it was funny it was funny she's running around and he was like didn't have his hood on as everyone in the city was after him i was screaming at my tv like just to put your hood on or something put your hood back on right like, right please it was give, it was giving me anxiety, even though I know he lives. Yeah, like he's like it's a good mark of uh, good writing, good storytelling. Uh, one thing that did work for me, and then we'll get to the rest, was at the very end when we have Reva revealing to Obi Wan that Anakin is alive. He probably has doubts in his mind. I, what about you? I didn't like. Did you like I didn't like. Real? No, I didn't. I didn't like how it was done. I thought it should have been a. This is what I was hoping for. I was hoping that he would see Vader in some sort of capacity, like mm-hmm. from afar. Uh, whether that was on Tatooine or somewhere else and like recognize his fighting style or like hear him speak or see like spy on him and see him in the back to tank and be like whoa that's Anakin like I was hoping it'd be more intimate if that makes sense like more eye to eye where Kenobi seeing it um, instead of like honestly Reva like we just met her and she doesn't have any significance yet like as far as in the canon she doesn't have any backstory with either of these characters she somehow knows way more than she should which is interesting um, mm-hmm. I'm wondering if they'll flesh that out or if that's just Disney like conveniently having like a plot explainer you know what I mean well yeah show. I think they might flesh it out just a little bit uh, just because there's so much to say about the character even in the first episode like well we'll probably get to know more about her in the coming weeks right like if she was one of the kids in the beginning of episode one and she knew that anakin was in the temple she saw him killing people she knew that hey that's master skywalker killing my friends and then she later like saw him with his helmet off or something i don't know how she would know that that equals vader you know what i mean well Um, anakin's um name was changed to vader uh, before he was in the suit so right it might have been like oh, she heard like, the clones calling him vader or something exactly and then her new boss is named vader i mean that's not a very common name so right. she might have linked two and two together and it's like oh anakin master anakin not master anakin um <laughs> my bad um, master annie there are too many of them what are we, what going, are we going to do, to do? that's yeah. probably how she knows and then we see of course uh ada christensen as the Scarred Darth Vader in his box to think. He looked man, yoked. Looked good. Yeah, he did. That looked good. That looked amazing. I love that ending. I went, oh, like out. It was like one thirty in the morning. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I wasn't expecting it that soon. I was. I wasn't expecting it until episode Either. like three or four. Honestly, I was. Uh, I was thinking four. So yeah. Yeah. The end of episode two was like, <gasps> we might episode three might be the fight. You know, the first fight that we see. No, I them. think. I think. They they did this with uh, other series too. When you have a big reveal, they kind of string you along for an episode, that's and then true, they get back true. to it. So I feel like episode three will be unrelated, <laughs> and then episode four and six will be my guess for the two Vader Kenobi meetings. But um, okay. I could be wrong. I don't I don't know if they're gonna fight like full on. Um, no, they, I think they there's, 
there's room in the canon for them to do it. And I think it's going to be a real big fight. In in New Hope, you know, Vader says, "When I last met you, um, I was what did he say? I was learner, but now now I'm the master. Something yeah, like I was but an apprentice, but now like, I'm the master. Yeah, yeah." Um, yeah. So that I don't know if that implies that the last time they fought was like episode three, you know? Exactly. Or does and, that imply um, that like now, like he's gonna fight him yeah, ten years before him. New Hope, and he feels like he hasn't reached his full potential, so he's still learning. Does that make That's sense? That's true. Yeah. And uh, during the interview, Hayden was like, "This is still a uh, a man coming to terms with uh, who he is." Uh, he, talking about Darth Vader, still coming to terms, still trying to find out. It's, and his Vader is very much fighting Anakin at the same time he's fighting himself, like as other people. So, uh, of course, he's not he's not the person we see in A New Hope. He's probably going to be uh, more like uh, Reva, probably more impulsive. We see that in the comics as well. He's he'll just he'll kill someone just to kill someone. So, right. Uh, like uh, I I believe he he killed. Joe Costa knew the uh, Jedi Temple librarian just because, you know? Well, in the video game, was it Attack of the Clones video game? She was so she was such a hard character to beat. Did you ever play that game? Oh, the Revenge of the Sith whenever... Um, oh, Revenge of the Sith. Yes, Revenge yeah. of the Sith video game on PS2. Oh my yeah. gosh. She was she was like the <laughs> final boss. It was so hard to beat her. It was an alternate ending, right? Whenever he kills Palpatine on Mustafar. After he kills Obi-Wan on Mustafar. Yeah, I think so. I don't remember... It's been 15 years since I played that game, but well, um, that definitely works. But what about what doesn't work with this episode? I have a feeling I know what what you're gonna say. Well, and I I think it does work, but I'll well yeah just what the the stabbing of the Grand Inquisitor. Yes, um, I am I'm okay with it. Honestly, oh, I I'm sick. So the let's just play devil's advocate here. The <laughs> the point of view is that Reva should. Reva? Reva, like, yeah. It's like Reba, the singer, but with a V. <laughs> a single Reva. mom who works two jobs. <laughs> Reva shouldn't be powerful enough to kill the Grand Inquisitor, right? That's the idea. Mm-hmm. She She's a made-up character. She doesn't have any basis in canon. Like the fifth brother and the other woman that was there and the Grand Inquisitor, they are all in previous Seven things, sister. right? So, yeah. Well, the so seventh they, sister hasn't been, but the fifth has been Inquisitor, okay. of course. So and Riva's the third. So the so third. so she she was not in Rebels, whatever. So people were like, oh, she's just a made up character. Star Wars just being woke, like, she's the worst. Like a lot of terrible things being said. My point of view is that I don't one, I don't think he's dead. Um, I think oh, he no. has a role to play in the show. And two, if he did die, Disney could easily and authentically be like, hey, the Grand Inquisitor is just a title. That's not his real name, mm-hmm. obviously. So the Grand Inquisitor you see in Rebels is actually his successor, who is just of the same species, uh, and he has yeah. a skinnier face. <laughs> so yeah, I I don't think I mean it, it that could happen, but we see people get stabbed in Star Wars all the time. We saw I mean the only dude that got died from a stab wound was Qui Gon, but uh, right. I mean they have he, he didn't have the mod have, kids to to help him. <laughs> exactly. Um, oh my God! What if? What, dude, if, what if the mods um, the spinning guy? Episode three. Episode three starts with uh, the Great Inquisitor on the ground. Then we see the moped bites pull up. <laughs> Spike <laughs> Emergency surgery bikes. on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think. I mean, I think it's the Great Inquisitor. Reva did what she had to do to prove 
that um, she has the balls. I mean, she's the Sith. She's going to kill her right. master. It's it's just what I happens. loved it. I, I loved it as a moment of like confirmation for her character as like, I'm not willing. I'm, I'm willing to do anything. Yeah. Right. She's yeah. clearly crazy. Like, let's just let's just say it like she's clearly. Oh, yeah. She's a little insane. bit unhinged. And so it's it's nice to see the realistic thing would be I'm going to do what I need to do to achieve what I want. I'm literally a Sith yeah. or like I'm I'm tapping into the dark side. And so I'm going to, you know, I'm going to use every capability that I have to get Kenobi. And that that made sense to me. So I was not I went, oh, and I was like, OK, so he's either going to live or like he's not the real Grand Inquisitor. And it makes her a better character, does it not? Like, I think yeah, it does. And so to the, the people I, that are I'm saying with like. Oh, like this is retconning rebels, right? They're just like they're they're taking rebels out or whatever. It's like no, you, like you're stupid. I'm sorry, but you are because first off, Dave Filoni, the creator of Rebels, that's his baby. Um, right, he's not going to retcon direct, his own thing. Yeah. yeah, he's directly involved with the show. And also, why would they retcon Rebels right after Ahsoka was like, "Where's Grand Admiral Thrawn?" And the right, right, it's right. like just just use your use your brain for just one second, and that's this is. We'll just I'll just talk about this. No hate to Star Wars theory at all, but um, he doesn't let the story finish and before he he gets his opinion. And his fans are very imp- impressionable, and they will spread all of that because he's the biggest Star Wars uh, channel on YouTube. And his fans will spread that everywhere. Like, oh, Reva is a bad character because she killed the Grand Inquisitor. That means Rebels isn't canon anymore, and it'll just it spirals because what he says, you know, it has. It has weight, right. very reactive. And, and when and just, in reality, yeah. we could wait five days. The next episode's going to come out on Wednesday. Yeah, and we'll see. And we'll see the We'll see the Grand Inquisitor with yeah. a little tape over stomach, like uh, like Finnick has, and <laughs> it'll be fine. Yeah, we'll, we'll see the mods pull up on their speeder bikes and like nope. fix them up. Right. What it's happened fine. to uh, no one's ever really dead? You know what happened exactly. to that? Exactly. He's so. very reactive and um. He doesn't like Riva, and of course, that's gonna sprout hate in what we call the fandom menace. You know, uh, people are yeah. a hater, and now that the biggest Star Wars creator on uh, YouTube doesn't like Riva, that's gonna just explode. And it's it's sad because she's a great character. In in our opinion, she's a great character, and the, the actress is gonna get hate as well, just like Lucasfilm warned her, which is sad. But yeah, that's, that's my little spiel about star wars theory i love his content but sometimes he can just be unbearable right it's it's a slippery slope i guess it it can start out well-meaning when you're like she's awful what a terrible character like that's that's just opinion about the writing a lot of fans will take that and jump straight to like it's because star wars is too woke or it's because star wars is trying to push diversity on us and then it becomes this whole big racial thing which it shouldn't be it should just be about the character like the mm-hmm. like reva is a well i mean the, some of the dialogue is cheesy but like if you go to rebels like half the dialogue in that show is cheesy so the inquisitors are not known for their like eloquence um oh, no. and yeah. this this show is a disney show so there's going to be some cheesiness but i think we both are in agreement that the character overall is like pretty well written and we can oh, yeah. disagree with that with other fans without being like vile about it. And there's some people yeah. who are just being gross online. So yeah. Some of that stuff that, uh, that we see is just borderline disgusting. Just to, There's no room for a hate in star Wars. So. Yeah. But 
We'll see. I, I think she's going to stick around for at least a couple more episodes. Um, I What I kind of hope happens, and this isn't because I don't like her character. I think we both do. But I kind of want Vader to like call her bluff a little bit. Or like whether that's like he he's like, hey, you want to team up with me on this mission to get Kenobi? Or he's like kills her or gets rid of her or like tries well, to kill her or something because well, she's mean, a threat. Right. Yeah, uh, she would be the uh the first in command after the grand inquisitor because if you played jedi fallen order uh the main antagonist in that video game is the second sister and spoiler alert uh second sister is killed by vader at the very end so it goes grand inquisitor second sister third sister so who's the grand first inquisitor, sister? i think that's the grand inquisitor but maybe maybe the grand inquisitor is oh spicy oh yeah that uh, That'll make people mad. Um, no, it's. I think Riva, or yeah, Riva is um, the next in command, and Vader might, because you know, Grand Inquisitor, a stab to the stomach is going to put you out for a while. So while he's uh, healing up, Riva might be in charge of the Inquisit the Inquisitorious squad. So that's yeah. I'm excited to see lead the hunt to Kenobi. Right. Yeah. On that note, do you think we'll see the Fortress Inquisitorious next? next episode uh, i think we might i think we might see uh either alderaan or tatooine and then it's going to end on fortress inquisitorious that's, that's and, my little prediction what yeah what do you think episode three's like plot point like do you think it's i think it's gonna be obi-wan trying to infiltrate the fortress uh whether that's to like i don't i don't think mm-hmm. he's a he's a revenge kind of person at this point he doesn't have the power to do that but yeah. trying to maybe get information or track their ship to find out if she's lying about Vader. Maybe he's so curious about Vader he can't help himself, and he follows exactly. them to the fortress. Well, of, of course, we have to get Leia out of the way first, so we're probably going to get bail. Um, and he's going to need information. He doesn't know anything about these Inquisitors because he's been hiding. He doesn't know anything about Vader. So right. I believe that maybe in Episode 3 we might see Cal Kestis, who is the main character in uh, Ooh, Jedi Fallen Order. and. Because in the video game, you know, you go to the Fortress Inquisitorious. So I believe that he'll get that info from Cal or someone. Because now he's more open to Jedi. He's not He's not going to tell Cal to walk in the middle of the desert and, uh, you know, hide your lightsabers. And actually, speaking of Cal Kestis, just a minute ago, the I don't know how I've been, like, calm about this. But just a minute ago, this trailer for Star Wars Jedi Survivor came out. So, Ooh. Um, yeah, not not to wrap this podcast up real quick, but uh, I really want to watch it. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I think that he might uh, find Cal, and Cal will tell him where the, the fortress is, which is actually on a moon that um, is next to Mustafar. It's one of Mustafar's moons, Nerf. Oh, man, so, if um, we get to go back to that Vader area. Keep, yeah, Vader keeps him close. He keeps his castle. close. He wants to yeah. have his eyes on him. Oh, that's going to be amazing. Yeah, that's what I believe. Wait, so and the, then, of course, I'll go to the fortress. The the fortress is on the moon of Mustafar, is that what you said? Yes, yeah, so it's on Nur, which is a uh, water moon, uh, which is the the moon of Mustafar. One of them. Okay. And it's really, really close. It's really cool. You know, a moon uh, being a water planet next to a lava planet. Good good contrast. Something that, I, that George would definitely put in his original, original trilogy. It's just a George thing to do. Well, I'm excited to uh, to see 
what episode three has in store. I was going to, there was one more thing I forgot to, to ask your opinion on. Um, so when he's walking with Leia, this is a little disputed I've seen online. Um, when he's walking with Leia in the cargo hold, he says something about like, I knew a woman that was like you. About Padme? And he, is he talking about Padme? He's talking about Satine. That's what I thought it was Satine. Oh, wow. I didn't even think of Satine. Like, there's oh. a sadness in his voice that is unique. And I don't know if he's talking about, like, hey, I'm talking about your mom? Or is talking about, like, Well, team. just because Leia's there, I think he's talking about Padme. But if it was any other character, it might have been Satine. I think it yeah. was one of that connection between the two characters with Padme. But, yeah, I can definitely see him talking about Satine in that. That's I didn't even think of that. That's crazy. Wow. I don't know. I, I really was expecting to see Satine in the... Uh, in the what do you call it? In the flashbacks that he had in the cave the second time, the, like his dream. No, well, we got four episodes. I, yeah, I, I know. I just really want to see like a live action Satine and see like maybe like a, a forty five second flashback to their relationship because as we went over last episode, like the whole Clone Wars thing was uh, half the arcs they told us to watch were about him and Satine. That's so it's just Am like I, a character. Yeah development thing that she's not even going to come up in this or is he going to flash back to her i don't know well only time will tell you know we're not star wars three we're not gonna (laughs) we're not gonna do any of that but uh i think we should start wrapping this up and get to watching the jedi survivor trailer so thank you all so much for listening to this uh this weird unorganized ramble about episodes one (laughs) and two of obi-wan kenobi uh come back next week to hear more ramblings about episode three of Obi-Wan Kenobi, see if any of our predictions are right. But as always, I've been Hunter, that's been Ethan, and this has been the Kessel Rundown Podcast. May the force be with you. See you later, Hunter. See you, see you, Ethan.